You're listening to the DLF Dynasty Podcast, where there is no off-season. Welcome to another edition of the DLF Dynasty Podcast. Got a lot to get to in this week's episode as we're going to preview free agency. So let's quickly run through what we need to get through, guys. With me, as always, I'm Dan. That's Ryan over there is Matt. Guys, we have those openings in the DLF Listener League. Quickly, Matt, tell everybody about that. Yeah, as always, uh, you just go to, got to go to safeleaguesfantasy.com slash orphans. Use the code DYNASTY if you, if you do that and claim an orphan. If you're going to do it anyway, you might as well do it there. You know you're getting a great service. You know you're getting a great commission, Scott Fish. Uh, and you'll get a chance to be in the drawing to play against Dan and Ryan and myself in our listener league. So uh, a lot of fun uh, we've had the last couple of years with it, but less so for Ryan. I think he's been last place every single year. So uh, you, you, put, you could put that notch on your belt and uh, <laughs> that you beat Ryan McDowell on the listener league so go to safeleaguesfantasy.com slash orphans use the code dynasty i don't think that's entirely <laughs> accurate but we're gonna breeze right by that uh little jab at ryan to start things off but l- let's get right to the to the meat of the episode guys because we got we do have a lot to talk uh, talk about we're gonna talk a little bit about free agency and then also i guess we'll mix in a little bit of draft coverage as well we're gonna kind of look at all 32 teams in this 50 to 60 minute podcast and try to highlight the biggest need from a dynasty perspective. So we're going to just blast through each of them. Start with the Atlanta Falcons. We're going to kind of go in semi alphabetical order here. Ryan, I guess I'll throw it to you first. Atlanta, Matt Ryan's set in stone. It appears they, they have their two main wide receivers uh, already in place as well. Running back and tight end, that's a different story, though. Austin Hooper, all reports look like he's going to move on in free agency. There's reports out of Atlanta as well that Devonta Freeman may not be back, that he could be a cap casualty. So who do we, where do we think the biggest need is as a dynasty owner? Who, what do we want to see end up in Atlanta to help us out? Yeah, this this is a, a an interesting team because typically it's a team we we want to chase their players. Uh, normally a good offense, but uh, they 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 just don't have the money. They haven't uh, they've they've given out some big contracts. Sounds like they're not going to even have the money to re-sign Austin Hooper, as you said. Uh, the injuries to Devonte Freeman the past couple of years, I think they're probably ready to move on from him. And what they did at the combine kind of tips their hand on both of those. They met with a ton of tight ends. They met with over a dozen rookie running backs uh, during that week of the combine. Uh, so we, we basically kind of have an idea what they're going to do. They, they don't have the money to be super active in free agency, most likely not keeping uh, Hooper. They're going to draft a rookie running back and a rookie tight end. Uh, they have multiple, uh, multiple day three picks, multiple second round picks, and probably whoever they draft, I'm going to be interested in, especially that running back. Yeah, like Ryan said, they're 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 sitting at 30th in in total cap space available, about uh, four four million basically in, in available cap space. The only teams are ahead of are the Steelers and the Vikings, so they just don't have any money. Uh, I don't know if they have even enough money to sign like the lower end free agents, like you know Tyler Eifert or Darren Fell, somebody like that. So I, I definitely don't think they could get up to even Eric Ebron. So uh, maybe they go to like, some combination of, of Luke Stalker and and uh, Luke, Luke sorry, excuse me Luke Stalker and uh, Jaden Graham. 
I think he had a couple of games for them last year. So uh, I guess it's potential that they, they have some kind of sleeper situation for fantasy, but probably not. They're definitely looking at a rookie there. Yeah, it feels like a rookie at both positions, both big needs. And like like both of you kind of said, that we're going to be interested in those guys. Let's move on to the Arizona Cardinals, guys. This is a really intriguing one because although the quarterback is locked in with Kyler Murray and it appears that that wide receiver position is in pretty good shape with guys like Fitzgerald and Christian Kirk and Andy Isabella, there's rumblings that they could add a, another wide receiver, Matt, maybe even high in the draft. Running back is also a bit of a need. David Johnson, there's question marks there, whether he's back and how much they would use him, even if they do pay him all that money. Uh, tight end, another question mark. So as a dynasty owner, we'd like to see some skill players land in Arizona. What, who's the guy that you really want there, Matt, or at least what's the position that you're really keying in on? You know, I, 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 the more and more I think about it, I really think Drake is just going to, going to go back there. It just seems like the best fit for him. They, they know what he can do. Uh, they have obviously have questions with David Johnson and, and Chase Edmonds. So they may bring in a rookie, but it seems pretty easy to just take the leap and say, they're going to bring back Drake. Uh, and then at wide receiver, it seems like the, the, the thing that's really lacking in their offense, honestly, is, is, is a deep threat. You know, they have all these slot position guys. I know that's kind of a, a really a product of that offense, to be honest with you. Uh, he, Kakeem Butler offers something a little bit different, but he's certainly not a burner. So you might want to see somebody, some speed there. Maybe it's Robbie Anderson, if he can somehow get out of the Jets. Uh, um, but, you know, it's, it, it seems like there's not a lot in free agency that they would necessarily be interested in. They would want to add somebody in the draft at that position, too. And then tight end, like, I think that's kind of a, you know, I guess that's not really part of their offense, but I think you can pr- pretty much consider that a need for them, too. Uh, they, 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 you know, Max Williams, Dan Arnold, I guess, kind of showed a little bit at the end of the season there, uh, but they're not going to get anything to be excited about. Uh, Max Williams is more of a blocker in the run game, you know, so maybe that's good. Maybe that's what they want out of their tight end. Um, but I think they're looking for the draft as well at probably both of these positions. Yeah, I, I think we, we disagree on that one a little bit probably. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I would like Drake to go back there. I'm just not sure it's uh, it, it's really possible, assuming he wants – he wants a nice payday. I mean, he's as, as any free agent running back, he's not going to get a huge contract, but they're already paying uh, DJ what top three, top five running back money, unless they can get out of that contract somehow. I'm not even sure they can, uh, can afford a guy like Drake. Uh, The receiver position is definitely interesting. This is another team we want to chase. I would love to see, and, and I've seen it in a few mock drafts, but I would love to see them, grab C.D. Lamb uh, early in the draft, reunite him with Kyler there, and, and just, you know, just go crazy. Yeah, that that's a pipe dream. That all sounds great. And, Thanks, you know, Dan. Ky- <laughs> Kyler looked so good last year, no matter who he was throwing to the, ball, the ball to. They need so much help across that offensive line and, and on that defense that, you know, while we all as dynasty owners look at that franchise and think they should do what they did last year, invest a lot more equity into these of these draft picks into wide receivers and skill players. Boy, if they do that again, they're they're opening up Kyler to a world of hurt potentially. And, and that's just a scary thought for those of us that 
that have Kyler Murray. So it's not just these needs. We, we kind of highlighted all three positions, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. There are a lot of other needs in Arizona as well. And if they, if they were to address some of those, that could help out these guys like Kyler Murray, like Kirk and Fitzgerald and, and all the rest of them that are already in place. Let's move on to the Baltimore Ravens fellers. It seems to me like they're pretty much set. Lamar Jackson at quarterback, Ingram, Edwards, and Hill at running back. They got a trio of wide receivers that, at the very least, are serviceable and, and at least somewhat exciting as far as their upside, uh, it, including Mark Andrews and, and Marquise Brown, of course. Miles Boykin you can probably throw into that as well. If there's a need here, Ryan, it feels like it's at wide receiver, another electrifying playmaker there. The depth at running back suggests that they're good, at least for now, especially since Hill is such a young guy with Andrews and Boyle and Hurst, and I think there's another one I'm forgetting at tight end. They're set there. If there's something we want as dynasty owners, it's probably another weapon for Lamar Jackson downfield. Yeah, you think about Lamar Jackson's breakout season last year, and and it becomes even more impressive when you think about uh, his weapons being, you know, Willie Sneed and Marquise Brown, certainly a, a good player and had a solid rookie season, but was was in and out of the lineup, was inconsistent throughout the season. So definitely another wide receiver, I think, would be a big boost. They've got their deep guy, their speed guy, more of that possession. Uh, type thread. I would love to see T Higgins there. That would be a great fit. I think uh, just kind of depends his, his draft stock seems to be up and down. So we'll see where he goes. I, I've also seen some mock drafts with them taking a running back, uh, which, which would be really a huge statement. And, and of course have a big impact on Mark Ingram there. Uh, and then at tight end, definitely set with Andrews, but we've heard the trade rumors with Hayden Hurst as well. So they're still making moves at that position even. Yeah, I, I kind of think running back too. You know, they have that third guy in, in Gus Edwards. He's an ERFA, that, that exclusive rights free agent, where they only really need to offer him a, a, a minimum one term one-year contract uh, uh, to, to, to keep him. Um, but uh, it just seems like Justice Hill, they don't really want him to, to be super involved in that offense, you know, more outside of a pass catcher, more of a space player. And certainly Ingram, I think, is going to be fine for this year. But after that, then what? They're, I don't think they're going to want to go into, into you know, next offseason with just uh, with just, just Justice Hill, basically, right, if, if, if they do end up bringing Gus Edwards back. So I think, I think running back is definitely a position they may address in the draft, maybe not highly. You know, you, think, you might think that they want to start uh, building up that offensive line, too, around, around Lamar Jackson. And like you said, pass catcher is certainly a thing. You know, they have those, those young wide receivers there. I wonder if they would want to bring in one of these veteran guys. The wide receiver position in free agency is not – super exciting you know maybe they bring in a veteran like like emmanuel sanders you know he nice possession receiver for him you know i don't think boykin is quite there yet as that kind of player for them and and uh they certainly have mark andrews in that role molly brown is, is is not not really in that role so one of those older veterans that can kind of you know help mentor those young guys and maybe provide a safety blanket from from buffer baltimore i think is is pretty interesting yeah there's there's interesting is a good word for it for sure matt how about the buffalo bills uh 
seems like another team that has a lot of the pieces in place, but there's room to add Josh Allen at quarterback. Devin Singletary looks to be a guy that'll step up his role in year two. John Brown and Cole Beasley at wide receiver. There's potential for an addition there. Dawson Knox at tight end. Maybe maybe they add another uh, some more competition there as well. Matt, what do you see as the biggest need in Buffalo? Uh, honestly, I don't know if they necessarily have a need. I guess you could say wide receiver. With you know, it's not a super exciting combo there. But honestly, I think they're going to bring in a running back. You know, I I don't think that they want Singletary to be the the lone running back there. So maybe they're in the market. Uh, they have that run heavy attack, and you know, maybe they're in the market for somebody even like a Melvin Gordon. So running back to me is is, is where I think they might go in free agency. I like that a lot. It seems like there's probably a lot of dynasty owners out there, Ryan, that aren't going to like that, though, because they invested in Devin Singletary a year ago. Yeah, that's, that's probably that's probably the case. Um, you, it's, it's always dangerous with these running backs, especially uh, guys like Singletary who came into the league looking and kind of with the reputation of more of a complimentary back or, uh, or a committee type back, you know, they're going to add something We're we're kind of hearing the same things, even with like Philip Lindsay in Denver, uh, that, that they could add, add someone. So yeah, I do expect Buffalo to add a running back either through free agency or the draft. They they've got, uh, plenty of money. Uh, they're near the top of the list when it comes to cap space. So Grabbing a guy like Melvin Gordon is is not out of the question. Uh, they, yeah, and they, there's a lot of running backs to go around Henry and Gordon and and Drake and and uh, you know it goes all the way down to those rookies Taylor and Swift and Acres and Dobbins and you know the list goes on and on. I think I think it's intriguing for sure, but those Singletary owners, man, that that'd be a devastating blow for sure. Carolina Panthers, Cam Newton in place at least for now. It appears that they're making some kind of effort to to make him the guy or, or continue to make him the guy. Christian McCaffrey's a stud, of course. They have the young receiving core. Ian Thomas is intriguing for sure as well. Ryan, what's the ad that you're looking for in Carolina that could boost your dynasty teams? I don't know if it's the one I'm looking for, but I think it's the one they, they ultimately uh, go for is the quarterback. I think, I think Newton will be gone uh, either through a trade or – just an outright release and and they start fresh with a new quarterback most likely a draft pick this you know they they've got the new coach they've made the trades they've kind of alluded to uh, a full rebuild so I, I think that's what we're going to get and cam newton will be gone yeah, I I kind of disagree. I think Newton stays. Uh, I have I'm just totally basic this on gut feeling, but I, I you know that's just the way I feel about it. They did resign uh, Kyle Allen today to a cheap one year deal. You know, just in case Cam isn't ready or something, uh, maybe they try to move up and draft somebody. But I think Cam is going to be there at least at least for one more season. This team just seems like it's it's ready to go on offense if Cam is right. Like they, I think if Cam if they stick with Cam, it'll be the best set of weapons he's had in his entire career. So I kind of feel pretty good about this offense and maybe they go after some offensive linemen that always seems to be a little bit of issue for them. Uh, but I, I like this offense as it is with Cam. Mm, that's a big if, though, if Newton can stay healthy. We'll see if that, that actually happens. How about the Chicago Bears? Another 
team with a question mark at quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky. There are a lot of haters in Chicago, for sure. The running back position, on the other hand, seems like they got a couple guys in place with Montgomery and Cohen, but neither really grabbed the bull by the horns, so to speak, last year. Allen Robinson uh, is set as their wide receiver one, but there's a need at tight end, Ryan. What do we see in Chicago being that need, and who could potentially fill in that need for dynasty owners? Yeah, I think it is at quarterback. I really think they followed the the uh, script kind of laid out by the Titans last year where they, they had the embattled quarterback, the one that just nobody was sure about in Marcus Mariota. They made the move to get another guy uh, in Tannehill, and, and that worked out obviously really well for them uh, this past season. I think the, the Bears do the same thing. We have heard... Uh, Cam Newton's name mentioned there as a possibility. We've heard Andy Dalton mentioned as a possibility there. Uh, he's he's almost certainly gone from Cincinnati. So I think I think that's the kind of move they make. Not a player that's certain to send Trubisky to the bench, but but just a, another player in that Dalton Tannehill middle of the pack mold. Yeah, I think quarterback, if they can pull that off, is certainly a need. Uh, tight end, of course, a need too. Uh, the Trey Bird experiment, unfortunately, fortunately, did not work out. But they're sitting in the bottom third in terms of cap space too. So I don't know if they're a player really for any of these top tight ends like uh, like Hooper or even an Ebron. So that, that that would be the position I would think they would want to try to fill. But maybe they do that in the draft. Yeah, I, I like the idea of Andy Dalton in Chicago. That doesn't it seems like a nice fit to me. Speaking of Dalton. Let's talk about the Bengals next. Quarterback is obviously the biggest need, but it appears they will address that need in the draft with Joe Burrow running back. On the other hand, you're set there. Joe Mixon, one of the best in the league. Uh, Wide receiver, depending on what they do with A.J. Green, if they do indeed get him back in town on that franchise tag or or even re-signing somehow. Tight end, on the other hand, that seems like a need, Matt. Where do you go here in Cincinnati is the biggest need and, and who could potentially fill it for Dynasty? You know, they, they could be a player for somebody like uh, a Hooper, Ebron there. You know, they, they're sitting right in the middle of packet money but uh, in terms of cap space available. But it just seems like they're not really a team that's going to make a big free agent splash. Like they, they, have, they have a cheap owner that doesn't really like to spend money. Uh, so I think they probably bring A.J. Green back and then end up rolling with like Uzoma or somebody at tight end. Uh, I'm not confident in that. It is, it is certainly their biggest need though, outside of quarterback who of course that'll be Joe Burrow. Yeah, I agree. It's tight end. And this is actually the team I'm hoping lands Austin Hooper, unless he uh, somehow does stay in Atlanta. Uh, just, just looking at the options of who really needs a tight end. It, it, it might be scary, but I think this is, this is the best fit uh, for a guy like Hooper that, could come in and, and continue to be productive. Hmm, that's an interesting fit for sure. Let's move on to the Cleveland Browns, another team that appears set with their current depth chart already in place. Baker Mayfield under center, Nick Chubb at running back, the combo of Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry, Landry at wide receiver. There's maybe a question mark with Najoku, just, just you know everything you hear out of Cleveland. I think probably for me, it's Kareem Hunt. That's the big question mark. Does he return, and how much does he dig into Nick Chubb's value going forward? Ryan, how do you feel about the Browns going into 2020, and and what's that need for you? It's funny looking at all these depth charts. 
so many, almost every team has questions. Some of them have multiple questions. And then you look at the Browns and, and their, their group looks pretty strong. You, you wonder how it all went wrong last year. Uh, I, I do think Hunt ends up staying. They've, they've already basically committed to uh, tendering him as an RFA. And uh, that, that means most likely keeping him. Uh, I, I do think it's tight end. As you mentioned, I still like David Njoku. Uh, but we really need to see some production and and a healthy season from him. I don't know if they make a move this year, either in free agency or the draft, to to try to get another strong option in there. But I definitely could see this being his last real chance. What you guys aren't RSJ fans? <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, I guess it's tied in just based on Njoku's health and his lack of production so far. But like you said, Dan, this team feels pretty strong at the skill positions. I don't think they're going to make any significant moves that we care about for fantasy. It doesn't appear that way. One team that, that has a lot of question marks and a lot of things kind of hanging over their head is the Dallas Cowboys. Of course, Amari Cooper sitting there without a contract. Dak Prescott's getting offers, but he's not making a deal, at least hasn't. To this point, running back set with Zeke, tight end, maybe Blake Jarwin steps up. It doesn't appear like Jason Witten's going to be back, but Michael Gallup is still there to to pick up the slack if Cooper were to somehow get out of Dallas, I guess. Where do we land here? It, it, it just seems to me, Matt, that they need to get their guys back with Dak and Amari. Yeah, I mean, that's what we all want for fantasy too, right? Those two have that connection. It seems like the best fit for both of them, so let's get it done. They're going to probably have to franchise one of them. I would guess that would be... Uh, it would be it would be um, Dak Prescott, but you know who knows. It's just those those two are obviously the priority. Tight end is a little bit of a question mark too. Witten obviously moving on, but uh, uh, Blake Jarwin also uh, you know potentially going to leave leave that team too. So that is going to be a hole that they're going to need to look at as well. Yeah, this team is just frustrating. <laughs> they they basically get lucky with uh, with finding Tony Romo's replacement immediately. Uh, they they pull off the trade and buy low on Amari Cooper. Everything's going right, and now they're they're just blowing it. They should have had a, a DAC deal done over a year ago. Uh, sounds like they're probably going to tag him at this point, which could cost them Amari Cooper. So that's it's just really frustrating. I can't imagine being a Cowboys fan. Yeah, and they gave all that money to Ezekiel Elliott, and now they don't have the money to pay these other guys. Well, oh, it's, it's, I mean, we're not an IDP show, but they're going to lose Byron Jones too, which is which is a huge deal, a huge blow to their team. And as a Cowboys fan, you have to just be—they do have the sixth that. most available cap space. You have to imagine they're going to get some kind of deal done. But well, if Dak's looking for top three money you know and and reportedly maybe even to be paid as the top guy at the position uh that that eats up a lot of that space yeah you're not wrong yeah and even even if they tag him that's i don't know what the quarterback number is it's probably between 25 and 30 million though so that's that's a big chunk immediately gone a huge chunk for sure that it's a tough spot to be in as a as a salary cap guy a guy that runs the runs a lot of these teams and has to make decisions uh, man, that, that sounds like a really bad one, even for fantasy, let alone in real life for the Cowboys. Uh, let's talk about a team that that's trying to get there, trying to make those decisions, uh, and get to where the Cowboys were a couple years ago when they backed into a starting quarterback and, and got the stud receiver. That's the Denver Broncos. 
Uh, lots of youth here. There, there seems to be some pieces in place, but they all have question marks around them. Drew Locke at quarterback, of course. Philip Lindsay, who you mentioned earlier, Ryan at running back. Uh, really nice player, but we're unsure how 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 good he's going to be or or what kind of role he's going to have going forward. Sutton appears to be a stud at receiver, and Noah Fant, depending on how who you ask, has a lot of upside for sure. So there's room for playmakers for sure, and and depending on what you think of Drew Locke, probably probably tells you how how excited you'll be when you if they potentially add one of these big time receivers in the draft or or even a running back in free agency. Yeah, yeah. Outside of Sutton. Outside of Sutton, you just you just wonder how secure they are with all of these positions. I already mentioned the the rumors that they're looking at running backs. You have to feel like they're probably going to roll with Drew Locke at this point. He he did play well to end the season. I know you guys are are not fans of his. Um and and there is a there's plentiful options on the free agent market. So maybe they maybe they bring in um you know, a, a Teddy Bridgewater type as that could go either way as far as potential starter or or maybe the backup if Locke uh, keeps it going. Maybe they bring in Tom Brady. John Elway likes those old quarterbacks, right? <laughs> uh, but wide receiver, you guys said it, obviously the biggest need. Uh, you know, why not bring back Emmanuel Sanders on a cheap deal? He was very productive there, you know, can help out uh, as that secondary option behind Sutton. I don't know. It seems like a like a no-brainer to me, honestly, it's pro- which means it's probably not going to happen. But they have a lot of money, too. They're 10th in, uh, in cap space available. So Sanders is not going to be expensive. Why not bring in a veteran to help out the young guys? Yeah, it feels like there's definitely needs across that offense and, and dynasty owners. Again, depending on how excited you are on Locke, that, that'll probably determine how excited you are about that addition. How about the Detroit Lions, Matt? Another team. Seems to be set, relatively set, all the way across the board with Stafford at quarterback and on Johnson at running back if he can stay healthy. Kenny Galladay, of course, that main wide receiver target. And, you know, if... I guess you could say uh, the tight end position is set with Hawkinson. Seems like there's there's enough talent in place. If you could add something somewhere that could help your dynasty roster, what position would it be at? It seems like they have been looking for that third wide receiver forever. <laughs> you know, no matter who the top two have been, it seems like they cannot find a third option. And I guess that's not necessarily the the direction of their offense that they want to go. But they can't keep their running backs healthy. Uh, so you know, maybe they try to bring in somebody else. Uh, you know, to, to help out carry on Johnson and certainly be more productive if he was to go down again. But that also seems like a position they might just uh, go ahead and address in the draft as well. So it's tough to say with them. I think for me, if I had to take a take a stab at free agency, that they were going to do something for a skill possession, it might be at that 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 third receiver it feels to me ryan that if they were gonna if they're gonna add another running back it'd probably be in the draft how excited would we be about that as a landing spot if it happened to be one of these top six guys well i'm not i'm not scared to carry on johnson as uh, as a roadblock so in, in that way i wouldn't necessarily be worried if it were one of the top guys but detroit just seems to be I mean, they just can't get running back right. I mean, Javid Best, uh, we know injuries with him. Amir Abdullah, same thing. Uh, and and even this past year, even though they didn't have the the that level of names, 
I think they they went through six or seven running backs. Uh, it it almost just seems like they're they're cursed. Maybe it's the curse of Barry Sanders or something. But I don't know. If, I think I want to avoid Lions running backs. I think I want to avoid Lions kind of. It, you know, with the exception of Galladay and and maybe even Hawkinson. I guess it's Stafford. It, Give me Stafford. It's, it's it's a mess. Detroit, another team. They just can't get it right, it appears. Uh, how about the Packers? Ryan, uh, Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. They have the duo at running back that they really like and most dynasty owners really like, especially with Aaron Jones. But Jamal Williams behind him. Uh, both of them have two more years left on their contracts. Devontae Adams is the only receiver in town. That is the biggest need in Green Bay. It's very obvious. It's unknown if they're going to attack that position early in the draft, but they will at some point. And then tight end, Jay Sternberger has some upside, but it, for everything out of Green Bay says they're looking at tight ends. They're looking at guys like Hooper and, and these other free agents. What, what, do you, what would you like to see the Packers do this offseason to help your dynasty roster, Ryan? Well, they've, they've got to address the, the wide receiver two spot, as you said. That is the obvious big need. Uh, a speed guy would be great there, whether it's through free agency. Robbie Anderson is one that has been talked about a lot there, at least on uh, on podcasts. We hear today maybe he's uh, maybe he's staying with the Jets. Um, plenty, of, plenty of fast wide receivers uh, in this incoming rookie class, and it seems like almost every mock you look at, they're taking – uh, they're taking one of those guys uh, with their first round pick. So uh, I would love to see that at, at tight end. You know, we, we do this as, as dynasty players. We, we have a rookie or a young guy we like, like Jay Sternberger. And then the veteran goes away and, and we just see that open path. And NFL teams don't really look at it like that. Evidently. I, I remember thinking the same thing with Adam Shaheen a few years ago. I had him on a bunch of rosters um, he, he looked like he had that, that job opening in, uh, entering year two. And, and then they signed Trey Burton to a big deal and, and Adam Shaheen just never really happened. So I hope it's not the same thing for the same story for Jay Sternberger, but I would be really surprised if they're ready just to hand him the job. Yeah, I, I honestly I don't really understand the Hooper rumors. I mean, I understand it from a from a positional standpoint. They they have a need there, but the Packers they 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 aren't really using the tight end. They really haven't. They, Jared Cook was a nothing, you know. Uh, Jimmy Graham has really been a nothing. Um, I just I just don't know. And also they're they're sitting at like the bottom ten in terms of cap space. And I think that Hooper is probably going to be one of the highest paid tight ends in the league at the end of it. So I don't really really feel like that's a fit. Wide receiver too, like Ryan said, it seems like Anderson is is a decent fit there. And I certainly want them to draft some players. But also we have to still pay attention, I think, to the fact that Aaron Rodgers' time is running out there in Green Bay and. We might we might be more preferable to have a veteran like Anderson there, a player that already knows what he's doing, somebody that can come in and, and learn the system and, and and kind of take advantage of uh, of what Rodgers can offer still. But you know that time is running out, like we said. And those I, I've seen a bunch of first round mocks lately that are saying that you know it's it's a, it's a it's a linebacker, you know, it's an offensive lineman. So I'm not I'm not necessarily convinced that they're going to go wide receiver in the first round. As much as I would love to see a guy like Jalen Rager there, I, I don't know if it's going to happen. Oh, so much to comment on with what you just said. First, <laughs> you forgot the ultimate bust, Martellus Bennett oh, at yeah, tight end. Secondly, Anderson, really? Uh, 
a guy just like MVS. We don't need him. Leave him in New York or anywhere else. Uh, I don't want Hooper either. I agree with you on that. And if they could, if they would do one thing this off season, and I know it's so far outside of their realm and and everything they've done since I become a Packer fan thirty years ago, trade up, trade up, go get one of the top yeah, right. wide receivers. No in way. This oh my gosh, I would love to see Rugs in a Packers uniform that would even T Higgins, any one of them guys. I, you're right. I see a lot of these mocks outside inside linebacker offensive tackle. Now Balaga might not be back. Oh, that's scary. I don't, I don't need Rogers worrying about what's happening over there. That's enough time on the Packers. Uh, how about the Houston Texans, Matt? Uh, Deshaun Watson, of course, at quarterback, uh, Seems to be an opening at running back. Carlos Hyde did a nice enough job. Duke Johnson didn't really grab the bull by the horns. I think I used that once already in this episode. But Hopkins and Fuller, <laughs> Kenny Stills at, at wide receiver. And then tight end is a relative need. So what do you see here? What would you like to see the Texans do this offseason? Yeah, the tech, the Texans have a decent amount of cap space too, top 10 I believe sitting in there with, with some money. So maybe they're a player for Austin Hooper, but again that really has the tight end position really hasn't been their MO since what the days of Fedorowicz. So uh, I'm not really convinced they're they're going to go after a guy like that. I do think they're going to go after a running back. Maybe this is another great landing spot for for Melvin Gordon to be honest. Love that. Yeah, we had Rich Rebar, uh, Rich Rebar on the Dynasty Blueprint this week, and we were we were talking, uh, having a similar conversation, looking for landing spots for Melvin Gordon. We we assume he's going to be looking for that payday he didn't quite get last year, so we start thinking about who are the the poorly run teams that might make might make that bad decision <laughs> of signing a running back. And sure enough, that's the Texans. Bill O'Brien is the GM. They're top ten in. Uh, in cap space, I think Melvin Gordon might be a Houston Texan. Yeah, and that wouldn't be too bad for his dynasty value. It that, doesn't that would be that. just fine. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be okay. just fine. How about the Colts? Jacoby Brissett. Oh, we're a little bit worried about him there. And Mack and Hines in the backfield, of course. Uh, Hilton and Campbell, who I think is a year two breakout can- uh, candidate for sure. Tight end seems to be a need, Ryan. What do you see happening in Indianapolis this offseason? This is an ugly depth chart. <laughs> I don't. I, I have concerns and, and questions really about all of these guys for different reasons. Uh, I I do buy into the idea that they're they're going to dump Jacoby Brissett, move on from him. Philip Rivers is a guy that has been mentioned a lot there. Um, I don't know if I would like that, but that's that's kind of what uh, is is out there at least. Uh, they've already made it clear they're moving on from Ebron, so it'll be Doyle and whatever else, maybe uh, Mo Ali Cox at tight end. And yeah, they, I mean, they need a wide receiver too. They need to decide if Mac is is still in every down back. I think they they think he probably is. Fantasy players aren't so sure. And then Philip Rivers. Ooh, yeah, man, that, that's messy. And my whole. Paris Campbell breakout Canada thing that that is a big contingency if Philip Rivers is the quarterback then I'm out that's not gonna happen the the Colts are sitting with the second most money just two million behind the Dolphins at number one so why not just make this Chargers Midwest and bring in Rivers and Gordon just just fix both those positions 
it seems to me that they they like Mac too much, and that I, I if they were going to invest in another skill player, it'd be either a tight end or a wide receiver. See, more but I see what you're doing. More more shade thrown on on Jack Doyle. He just doesn't deserve it. You guys, he's a fine he really player. Doesn't. He's fine. He's a fine player. He can block. He can catch passes. He's not offering much after the catch, I guess. But he, I, I I don't really see that as a need. I think you're right uh, with the wide receiver position. We got to find a mental replacement for Hilton. And you know how I feel about Mac. I don't think they're going running back in the draft. Maybe in free agency, but I don't think they're going to spend draft capital there uh so rivers i guess is is the the question mark slash answer uh for the free agency question at, at, for the colts i think how about the jacksonville <laughs> jaguars uh gardner Minshew, he seems they seem semi-committed there nick Foles looks like he's gonna move on be a free agent once again uh leonard fournette is the guy in that backfield of course there's needs at wide receiver although dj charks took a step up in westbrook and conley and lee they're all still there uh tight ends in need as well matt what do we think about jacksonville yeah, I mean, they seem relatively set. Even behind Fournette, they have guys like Armstead and Ozigbo there. So they seem fine there. They see, they've always had a million wide receivers, just no one has really emerged. And then Shark finally did that for, you know, for at least the first half of, of, of 2019. So they seem pretty set there as well. Tight end, again, is another, another team where they haven't really done anything at that position. They brought in uh, Josh Oliver. You know, maybe he finally emerges. Um, I'm not sure they're a player ago for one of these top tight ends. I don't think Ebron's a fit. I don't necessarily think they're going to go after Austin Hooper either. So this is another team where I'm not sure they're really going to do anything from a skill position standpoint in the free agency. Yeah, I don't know. This this is a team that has shown a willingness over the years to, to give those big contracts out for sure. Um, and to me, it's, it's wide receiver that they need to add. Unfortunately, the wide receiver class, uh, free agent class is – is not very strong. Um, they they've got the uh, the second year tight end, kind of the same conversation we had earlier with Knox and, and Sternberger. They've got Oliver there, uh, who dynasty players like, but is still very unproven. Uh, so it, it wouldn't surprise me if they threw big money at at Austin Hooper, as you guys talked about. Ugh, yuck. As a dynasty owner, I'm I'm not excited about anybody that signs in Jacksonville or or that the Jaguars add in the draft. Let's talk about a, a position and a team where dynasty owners would be really excited if they added, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs. After Mahomes and Hill and Hardman and Kelsey, who are all locked in, it appears, that running back position, Ryan, that's that's an intriguing one for the second straight offseason. Oh, sure, sure. We've we've seen the conversation a lot on on message boards and Twitter and, and other podcasts, if they take one of these, one of these running backs that we're viewing as top five guys, they, they basically become the one Oh one. If it's Jonathan Taylor, he's already got that locked up. If it's any of the other guys, they leapfrog him, I, th- I think is the scenario. And, and I would, I would understand that. Uh, I could see them definitely adding a, a wide receiver as well, though, most likely uh, dumping Sammy Watkins I like Hardman a lot. I don't know if they're ready to uh, count on him as as their every you know every play wide receiver too. Demarcus Robinson also a free agent, so I think they had a a wideout as well. 
Yeah, I think this is another pretty good fit for a guy like Sanders. The Chiefs are another team that don't have much money. Sanders is going to be cheap. He's going to be a nice veteran presence. He produced, you know, as as as, as recently as last year with San Francisco. So uh, a guy that could go in there and be a reliable target for for Mahomes and you know kind of play third fiddle to to Hardman if he's going to take that next step. And of course, uh, Tyree Kill there. So a, a cheap wide receiver would be a nice landing spot here. I think sixteen teams in the books. 16 more to go before we move on to them. We're going to talk about our friends over at DynastyOwner.com. Do you think you are smarter than an NFL GM? Do you think you're the best at fantasy football? Well, here is your chance to prove it. Dynasty Owner is the only patented fantasy sports game using actual NFL salaries and contracts. You manage your team from all levels, owner to general manager to coach. Dynasty Owner is for smart elite fantasy football players. There is no offseason in Dynasty Owner. The rookie draft matters, free agency matters, every contract matters. Come to a startup draft in 2020 using actual NFL player salaries and contracts, then improve your team each year with a three-round rookie draft and by trading players and draft picks. Win weekly prizes, seasonal prizes, and compete in the chase for the ring. The mobile app is in development and will be ready to download on iOS and Android in time for rookie drafts this May. Mock drafts are open now on desktop and mobile browsers. To learn more and mock draft for free, go to www.dynastyowner.com. Let's get back into our look at free agency and the draft, fellas. Let's move on to the Los Angeles Chargers. Big need at quarterback. Austin Eckler's now inked the new contract, so he's in place. Allen and Williams at wide receiver and tight end is a need with free agent. Maybe we'll see what happens there uh, if, if, if he ends up back. What do we think here, Ryan? What, what do you want to see the Chargers do more than anything else? Well, it, reports are that they will tag Hunter Henry, so under that assumption – uh, of course, that least quarterback is as the big need. Uh, I would really like I don't, I don't think this is what they will do or probably should do, but I would really like them to uh, sign Jameis Winston. I think if he's going to be gone from Tampa Bay, that's the next best option for him uh, with a couple of uh, a, a couple of or more than a couple four strong weapons as pass catchers in, in the guys that we already mentioned there. Uh, what they should do probably draft Justin Herbert with the top 10 pick and, and give Tyrod the start the first half of the season. Love it. Love it. Give me Jameis in a Chargers uniform, Matt. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I would, I, I would like that. He can throw do... 30 touchdowns for the Chargers. Yeah, it's true. Maybe he could finally, maybe he's the one that can unlock Mike Williams finally. Right. Uh, I, I mean, that's, that's certainly a, a, a chance to do that, I guess, but I, I really think they're going to do what Ryan said there and then just let Tyrod roll for 20 for 2020 and, and bring in one of these rookies. To me, that seems like the smartest move for them. Uh, Hunter Henry, I think is pretty much a lock to be tagged. So this offense still is, is nice looks looks pretty good to me i think tyra would be fine here uh personally i know that's not really the 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 consensus but i think tyrod's fine as a quarterback as a, as a bridge quarterback let's talk about 
Go across town to the Rams. Jared Goff at quarterback. Gurley, we'll see what happens there, if anything, with Henderson and Malcolm Brown behind him. Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. They're set at wide receiver and tight end. The emergence of Tyler Higby and and the ever-popular among dynasty owners that want uh, long-term tight end Gerald Everett also in tow as well, Matt. What do you see happening in Los Angeles, or what do you want to happen? I don't see really anything happening in Los Angeles. This team still looks stacked from an offensive point of view. You know, maybe uh, another offensive lineman or something if you want to go up that route. But from a skill position standpoint, I think they're fine. I guess there's there are some rumors that Cooks might be out the door, um, and then maybe you're looking at another wide receiver there. But that seems like I don't, I don't, I don't it doesn't seem like there's that's a position they'll address in free agency to me. Yeah, I just want those guys on my team. How about the Raiders, Ryan? Let's talk about them. There's rumors at quarterback, but Derek Carr is still there. Josh Jacobs is in place and set as their wide receiver, or excuse me, running back one. Wide receiver is a huge need, though, and Darren Waller emerged last season. What do we want for Las Vegas this year? Well, they they've clearly got to address the wide receiver position, and they've got uh, they've got plenty of draft picks to do that. And um, I think they are I think they're they're near the top, maybe maybe a top third when it comes to money as well. So uh, they they tried to do that, of course, with Antonio Brown last year. We know how that went, uh, kind of fell apart on them, and and they were left with Tyrell Williams as their as their top wide receiver. So I think they'll they'll be aggressive. Uh, most likely doing that through the draft again because free the free agent options just aren't there. the The top free agent is Amari Cooper, and uh, I don't think he's going to the Raiders. Yeah, that that would be the shocker for sure. Matt, how about the Miami Dolphins? This one is intriguing for sure. They got a lot of needs on that roster, but the ones dynasty owners outside of offensive line, they we care about that as well as they need that. Uh, quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick. Hopefully he's back and gets another shot. He he helped out dynasty owners last year, but probably a rookie there as well. Running back is the big need. Of course, wide receiver Devontae Parker finally showed up, and then tight end Mike Gesicki did a little bit in year two as well. What what do we need here, and and what are we looking for as dynasty owners? Yeah, this team is so interesting from a free agent standpoint. They're sitting there with the most money, but it seems clear that they're going to draft a quarterback early. Uh, so they're probably not going to spend on on that position. It seems like this is in a you know they're in a basically a total rebuild right now. This is going to be another kind of kind of bridge year for them. So I don't really see them as spending big at the running back position, which is obviously their biggest hole. I think they could add a, a maybe another receiver behind Parker and, and Preston Williams as much as we like him. Is I think you can probably still say that he's pretty unproven. Uh, and there's there's preset at tight end too. So uh, I, I think they're going to spend some money this offseason, but I, I don't really think it's going to be at the skill position players. Another team that, that really isn't going to do a whole lot of anything, or at least it doesn't appear that way, Ryan, is the Minnesota Vikings. Cousins under center, Delvin Cook and Alexander Madison in the backfield with him, Diggs and Thielen, of course, at wide receiver, then Rudolph and Irv Smith at tight end. There's not a lot the Vikings appear to be looking at that will help a dynasty owner in 2020 and beyond. Yeah, not really. They're they're looking pretty strong. Of course, it just comes down to Stefan Diggs. We've heard some trade rumors with him, and um, I mean, he he just has these these strange tweets that you wonder what's what's really going on. Kind of reminds me of what we saw from AB early 
last offseason, which is uh, which is not a good feeling. So I would expect them to add a wide receiver, uh, whether it's just a, a third option in their offense or uh, potentially uh, Stefan Diggs insurance. Not a good feeling indeed, that, to say the least. That's not a path that Stephon Diggs wants to go down and, and his dynasty owners don't want him to either. How about the Patriots, Matt? This is this is a ra- rare situation for the Patriots because usually we're saying, well, they're set at quarterback with Tom Brady, but that obviously isn't the case this y- year. Uh, running back seems like they got their guys on the roster. Wide receiver, we're excited about Nikhil Harry still, and Edelman is obviously going to catch passes. Tight end is a position they could or should at least make an effort to improve as well. What are we seeing as the biggest need in New England that could help a dynasty owner? I just think I think this entire roster, like from an offensive standpoint, needs help. Like this is an ugly, ugly roster. You you have to think that Brady's going to be back, but maybe that's just because we think that Brady's going to be a Patriot forever. I don't know, but it seems like talks are going pretty poorly at this point. So uh, who knows what's what, what's going to end up there? I honestly have no idea. I would side with Brady, but I would not be surprised if he's not back. Tied in like last year, where they had no usable pieces there. I don't think they necessarily have enough money to go after Hooper, but maybe this is a nice landing spot for Ebron. You know, that'll pr- provide some uh, another target for whatever quarterback ends up there. Uh, probably Brady, I guess, but I don't know. At running back, I don't think they're happy with Michelle. You know, maybe Harris breaks out this year. I don't know. But they never have really spent big on free agency. I don't really think. Unless you can go back to uh, – was it it Corey Dillon that was there for a little while? Um, So, uh, you know, I don't don't know. This this team is full of question marks. Uh, They have tons of uh, things to answer, and I don't really know where they're going with any of it, to be honest with you. Ryan, let's talk a little bit about the New Orleans Saints, another team that that really doesn't have a lot of glaring needs. Drew Brees is back under center. Uh, Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray are going to be the duo in that backfield. Michael Thomas, the best wide receiver in fantasy. And Jared Cook is a serviceable guy as well. Maybe wide receiver, too, if you don't believe in Traquan. Yeah, I I think that's what I would like to see. And uh, they're they're low on uh, money when it comes to the cap. So this is another team that's probably going to have to do it through the draft. Um, you know, they've, they've gotten by with Ted Ginn and Traycon Smith and guys like that, but uh, adding a wide receiver in this deep class would be a big boost to, to that player's value. Let's move over to the New York Giants, Matt. Daniel Jones is entrenched as their quarterback, and Saquon Barkley, you could say the same about at running back. Tight end, same thing. Evan Ingram, he's got that position locked down. Wide receiver, between Slayton and Shepard and Golden Tate, they they have names there as well. So, So what do we want as a dynasty owner the Giants to do to help us out? Another team that has a lot of money, number five uh, in, in available cap space, but not really too many needs on on the offensive side of the ball. You know, they they could use a receiver certainly. Tate Tate is old but reliable. Shepard, uh, all those concussions last year, so he's a question mark. And Slayton emerged, but I still think he's. You know, I don't think we can set him in stone as the wide receiver one there. There, so I, I think they're going to spend some money, but I think it's going to be in a different spot than a skill position, and they'll probably address wide receiver in the draft like a lot of teams. On the other side of the. Big city, Big Apple, Ryan, uh, the Jets, Sam Darnold. He's the guy under center. Le'Veon Bell is going to handle the ball out of the backfield. Uh, 
wide receiver is a question mark. I believe it's like Jamison Crowder and Vincent Smith are the only wide receivers they have, and then they have a need at tight end as well. What do what do we want the Jets to do to help us out? Yeah, of course, their biggest need is wide receiver. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, some some uh, reports that maybe they end up keeping Robbie Anderson, which uh, no one has really believed up until this point. So um, maybe that means his his expected market is not really there and, and he ends up going back. But whether they get Anderson back or they uh, they give big money to someone else, they're kind of middle of the pack when it comes to cap space they're going to have to overpay someone most likely to, to come to that roster, uh, to come to that team or just again, go the route of the draft, but they really need, they need a couple wide receivers. Yeah. I, I think I misspoke. I, th- I think I said they need a tight end. I don't need the Herndon truthers on my back. They <laughs> Herndon's still in tow. He's still on the roster. Uh, Matt, the Eagles, Carson Wentz, Miles Sanders, they have wide receivers in place between Aguilar and JJR Thega Whiteside. Uh their tight ends are deep with Ertz and Goddard. What do we what do we want to see here? They they have to find some wide receivers that are gonna stay healthy. Like this this team just has nothing in the passing game once Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson go down. I don't think they can enter this season and be a true competitor with relying on those guys and knowing that they're gonna be missing games again. So probably going to adjust dress that in the draft for sure. Um but and but again, I mean this wide receiver free agency class is is not great you know after after amari cooper who we assume hopefully is going to be back in dallas like there's just not really any any fit there maybe they want to bring in an older guy like another i keep mentioning emmanuel sanders but maybe this is another place for uh for him to be a reliable guy who's been healthy for most of his career but uh there's they have to do something at receiver it's just not a lot of options for them in free agency it seems yeah they 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 have those old guys though and i'm, I'm just afraid that they're gonna well we got jeffrey and jackson we're we're good and Man, as a Wentz owner, that's not what we want to see for sure. Ryan, how about the Pittsburgh Steelers? Another aging quarterback with Roethlisberger, but questions around him. James Conner, oh, that's scary situation, but Benny Snell and Jalen Samuels backed him up a year ago. Wide receiver with Juju and James Washington and Deontay Johnson. They appear to be set there. And, and then Vance McDonald at tight end still has a little bit of upside, although it's it's not youthful upside as it has been in the past. Ryan, what do you see happening in the Steel City? Yeah, I think I think they address the running back position. Uh, this is Connor's last year under under his rookie contract. They're they're not going to give him a, a big time extension. Uh, so I, I think they go ahead and draft a running back in the second round, and and that becomes a player dynasty owners are chasing. At tight end, it, it's tough. McDonald has has been a disappointment. Dynasty and and all fantasy players really expected a lot out of him. He became a trendy sleeper last year, and and then was a disappointment as as most of the Steelers were uh, in, in that disaster of a season. So I think they probably roll with him, but they've got to add some youth there behind him. Yeah, they certainly do. Another team that could use an infusion of youth, but at a different position would probably be the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson at wide at quarterback, of course, is all set. But at running back, 
Chris Carson and 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 Penny, they there's question marks there as far as their their health and how they're going to hold up. Wide receiver, they addressed that last year with DK Metcalf. Of course, Tyler Lockett is already in place, and then at tight end, they appear to be set. Matt, what do you what do you want to see the Seattle Seahawks do this offseason? Yeah, they already spent their free agency money on Greg Olson, so I'm not convinced they're really going to make any other moves uh, from the from the offensive skill position standpoint. You know, they they still need that third wide receiver behind Metcalf and, and Lockett, but that's that's not really a priority for what they want to do on their team. So even if they do bring in somebody as that wide receiver three, I'm not sure how much we care about them for fantasy. And like you said, at running back, you know, two guys up front with health issues, and we saw uh, Travis Homer disappoint. You know, C.J. Procise, I guess, is still hanging around, but uh, it, it seems like they might want to bring in somebody there to help bolster that that running back crew in case those two go down again. And Penny, he might not even be ready for week one. So if they just roll in there with Carson and, and Travis Homer, I, I would have to think they would be wanting to address that position. That's kind of a sneaky good landing spot for a running back. Absolutely. There's potential because they, they love to commit to a guy, and I think a guy could show up and, and steal that steal those carries away from those guys. How about the San Francisco 49ers, Ryan? Lots seems set in stone. There are some openings, though, of course, as well. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe you believe they want Brady. Maybe you don't. Mostert and Coleman and Breda and Jeff Wilson at running back, that same foursome. Uh, Debo Samuel appears to be the, the main target at wide receiver, although he's a good one. And then George Kittle is their receiver one, of course. So what do we want to see the 49ers do to help our dynasty teams? Well, they made they made the move for the veteran Emmanuel Sanders last year, and, and he helped them. He's a free agent now. Uh, they've, they've got some... They've got some possibilities behind Samuel. Uh, Dante Pettis, of course, burned a lot of us last year. Uh, Jalen Hurd missed his rookie season. So those two guys are, uh, are still options, but they, they can't count on them. They've, they've got to add a wide receiver. Uh, I would prefer they do that through free agency. Uh, they have plenty of youth on their team already. Uh, so, so we'll see what they do there. And uh, you talked about the running back. I, I think they go back to the well. They gave Jarek McKinnon a big deal. They they paid Tevin Coleman in free agency. But that position, even even though they had such such success there, I'm I'm not sure it's fixed. I think that could uh, they could add another uh, running back as well. Maybe a maybe a rookie this time instead of giving all that money away to these running backs that aren't going to work out. Uh, speaking of running back as a need, Matt Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Evans and Godwin are there. Howard seems to, he'll get another chance at tight end. Seems pretty simple. Sign a free agent quarterback, and maybe it's Jameis, and draft a stud running back early in the draft, right? Yeah, just bring back Jameis. I, I, I really do think it's the best place for him. Uh, you know, obviously all the interceptions, but he's been a successful quarterback there. I think he's going to continue to develop in that system. Uh, and they won't give him a big deal. They'll be able to get away with a, a, a relatively cheap deal for, from, you know, from a quarterback standpoint anyway. So uh, so I think that's that's pretty much a lock to happen unless somebody just comes out and offers him a ton of money somewhere else. Um, and then at running back, you know, you mentioned earlier that we're not sure, or Ryan mentioned earlier that we're not sure that Drake is going to be able to go back to Arizona why not Drake in Tampa Bay I think he fits everything that they want to do he's a great pass catcher uh so that seems like a good fit for me and they have a lot of money too I think they're number five in in terms of cap space so go out and re-sign Jameis bring in Kenyon Drake and let's let's roll for 2020 
Yeah, let's roll. Let's let's see thirty more intercept or thirty more touchdowns. Right, <laughs> that's what we need. Uh, Tennessee Titans, Ryan, another team need at running back, need at quarterback. Which quarterback do you want in Tennessee? What do you want them to do at running back? It appears to be that Henry should just resign and be back and and just roll with those receivers and and uh, and find a quarterback, whether it be somebody else or Tannehill. Yeah, we talk a, uh, talk a lot about the Cowboys trying to find a way to keep both Dak and uh, and Amari. The Titans are, are kind of in a similar spot with Tannehill and Henry, both unrestricted free agents. I still expect Tannehill to get the to get the tag, and somehow they work out a deal with Derrick Henry. So I think both of those guys stay. That's probably for the best for everyone, for that team, for those players, uh, and and their production. And then they can get one more wide receiver to go along with A.J. Brown uh, on the outside. A.J. Brown, really the only good receiver they have. I, I, that's a <laughs> slight dig there. Uh, 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 I'm starting to believe like that. the Tom, Tom Brady rumors. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in on it. I think Tom Brady ends up a Titan. I think he wants to stay in the AFC. It's an easier path for him. He knows the head coach really well that – seems like it's gonna happen to me that's just a like you said earlier matt just a gut feeling uh the redskins matt you're last up and 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 you get to talk about the team that every dynasty (laughs) owner wants to own a big part of Dwayne haskins he could get replaced already the running backs on the roster were not excited super excited about him between geis and ap and bryce love mclaurin maybe the only bright spot what do you want them to do to help your dynasty home team just stay away from all these these hot rookies yeah and and redskins you know they have a have a lot of money too so this seems like a a good fit for hooper you know they they're lacking at wide receiver and they need another pass catcher so why not send austin hooper there i think that that would that would work well both for their rookie quarterback and in, in terms of their offense in general being able to bring in somebody that can also block for uh those running backs that that running back trio that they have there so i i like austin hooper here quite a bit Okay, so what did we get done here, guys? It feels like we we put Austin Hooper on about ten teams. <laughs> uh, we mentioned I mean, Kenyon Drake a few times. Uh, it was fun. It's it's a good exercise to go through. At least we uh, outlined some of the biggest needs. We we stuffed a lot of players and all thirty two teams into just under an hour, which was the goal. So. Uh, with that, we'll call it a, an episode of the DLF Dynasty podcast. Thank you to everybody who listened. For Ryan and Matt, I'm Dan. Thanks again for listening to the DLF Dynasty podcast. We'll catch you again next week.